those are some evil little cockroach! Hermione, no! Hi, and welcome to the Three Broom Chicks. I'm Jenny. I'm Arianne. And I'm Elizabeth. And we're back with Potter for Dummies, part three, part two. Ah! <laughs> because we cut it in half. So we're going to be continuing with the Prisoner of Azkaban. We still have Alexis with us. Hello. Um, Smokey <laughs> update. If you were paying attention in the last episode, he was lovingly covering Alexis's face on the webcam. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as soon as we started recording, he walked away and he was like, I don't want to be a part of this. <laughs> so yeah. he's gone. Uh, if you didn't listen to our last episode, we got like mm, halfway through the book. Uh, we left off where Harry is in the three broomsticks. He is under the invisibility cloak under a table listening to the tea. That is the story <laughs> of Sirius Black as we think we know it told by Cornelius Fudge. Some and of the best be tea spilled from there. Yes. Honestly, the best tea in the whole book. Gotta say. Because it was actual tea time. Like it what? It was yes. uh, at okay. the three broomsticks. What a clever ambiance anyways <laughs> so i don't think we kind of covered this uh a lot in the last episode and we definitely didn't cover it enough for alexis to remember so i'm gonna just refresh alexis's mind for one second um Thank you. You, yeah, you remember Buppy, correct so giant bird horse Oh, giant bird horse. I thought it was a, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So his name, he has a name. His name is Buckbeak. And um, in the middle of Care for Magical Creatures class that Hagrid was like hosting or whatever, hosting, you know, teaching (laughs) an event. He was teaching. um, Draco gets hurt by Buckbeak, by the hippogriff. So uh, we know who Draco is as a person. He's like, I'm going to tell my father about this. And Oh, wait. What? I got to extend the spoiler from the last episode. This is still an explicit episode. Oh, yes. We haven't done anything yet. So we don't oh, like okay. If you have kids, I can't listen to this. Yeah. Stop it right now. Stop it right now. Oh, I only remembered because I was going to call him a punk ass bitch. I was like, wait. <laughs> wait <laughs> you got to remind the people's. Uh, could you Ooh, imagine sorry oops anyways yeah that punk ass bitch he <laughs> got buckbeak in trouble and so now apparently buckbeak is on trial because of the incident with malfoy mm-hmm. um so Hagrid is super sad super sad and the trio promised to help him in some way poor um buckbeak. i know poor buckbeak any know. yeah anyways christmas rolls around and someone decided to send harry a new broomstick but it doesn't come with a note um, so Hermione is a little sus. She's like, what the heck? Um, at the end of dinner, Hermione reports the broomstick to Professor McGonagall, and the broomstick is taken away from Harry, but conveniently returned before his next match. Hmm. Hmm. I'm sorry. McGonagall totally plays favorites when it comes to Harry and Quidditch. <gasps> a little no, bit. She had it for like two and a half weeks or two weeks. Something like that. She had it for Still, a long time. would she give it back if it was Draco? <laughs> She gifted yes. him an entire broomstick. Yeah. Listen, she loves her students. Those are the only children she has. I think she loves winning. Aww. Oh, that is really sad. Yeah, man. her story is super sad. I mean, we could tell you, but you just forget it. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe later we'll tell her. But it's not relevant for right now. But yes, yeah. it's very sad. But yeah, I think in a little bit, in a little way. I mean, she's still very good at her job. I don't think that's to take any credit away from McGonagall. She is very good at her job, but she does play favorites a little bit when it comes to Harry. Anyways, uh, so Harry begins his private lessons with Lupin to learn how to produce a Patronus. So if you remember Alexis, the Patronus is uh, the, the spell... You know, the spell that combats the Dementors. The Dementors are the big, scary things that cause depression. Mm-hmm. Yep. They don't cause depression, but basically I they mean, do. Basically, yeah. um, anyways, so in the nights leading up to the Quidditch match, everyone is excited about Harry's broom. And there's like a small party in the dorm's common room. Whoop, whoop. Dorm parties. College. Anyways. Oh, God. <laughs> Ron finally heads upstairs to sleep and finds his bed is stained with blood and his rat is missing. <gasps> Naturally, he blames it on Hermione's cat. Uh, uh, Craig, Crookshanks. 
Anyways, <laughs> the Quidditch game finally arrives and Gryffindor wins. Duh, obviously. There's another party and everyone heads back to bed pretty late. Ron wakes up in the middle of the night screaming. He claims to have seen Sirius Black standing over his bedside. So, Alexis, first quiz of the episode. Ooh. What do you think Sirius Black was doing? Is it A, admiring Ron's face? B, slashing his curtains? Or C, trying to suffocate him with a pillow? Okay, definitely, he's a mass murderer, so mm-hmm. I'm going to go with one of the chaotic answers. Okay. okay. Um, why would he slash his curtains? I don't know. I'm going to say suffocate him. Eh, he actually was trying to slash his curtains! Why? <laughs> he's <sound> like more... <laughs> I love that! <laughs> what? What a compliment. A compliment. <laughs> yeah, he was trying to slash his curtains. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. I mean, I guess. Maybe <laughs> he just doesn't like the color red, which is what I imagine Ron has in his room. I mean, Maybe. honestly, he does, yes. But really? Wow, yeah. Like very, well, mostly because their house colors are red and gold. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. so impressed that you got it right. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Okay, so obviously Ron freaks out, goes to tell McGonagall. Um, everyone is like really hesitant to believe him, but the portrait, the fat lady who guides their tower, guides, guards their tower, thank you very much, uh, tells Professor McGonagall that she, that, oh, it's actually not the fat lady. I remember now the fat lady is recovering from her trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they put a, a different portrait there to guard, and it's this crazy knight who has, has no idea what he's doing. And he's just like, yeah, I let someone in. Like, whatever. <laughs> and obviously McGonagall's like, uh, there's a mass murder on the loose. You can't just let people in. But he did. And apparently the person had all the passwords. So that's why he was let in. So, anyways, there's another field trip to Hogsmeade, which you would think, you know, mass murder on the loose has come to the castle a couple times. We should cancel our field trips. Nah, why? The school just loves to put everyone in danger. Super cool. <laughs> Loki. So, yeah. I've noticed. <laughs> so, um, again, Harry joins this time uh, with Ron, but again, he has to hide. And they head up to this, like, really creepy house near Hogsmeade called the Shrieking Shack. And it's said to be the most severely haunted building in Britain. (laughs) Yeah. It's called the Shrieking Shack. Alexis doesn't seem too convinced. She's like, hmm, I don't know. We got Hogwarts. It seems pretty haunted to us. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I wouldn't I wouldn't go anywhere near the Shrieking Shack. I'll tell you that right now. No, it doesn't sound like a good idea. No. But anyways, while they're there, the punk-ass bitch Malfoy shows up with his, you know, henchmen. And they he they start to bully Ron because, you know, they have nothing better to do with their lives. And, uh, they don't know that Harry's there because Harry has the invisibility cloak. So as a prank, and this is one of my favorite, like, super teenager-y things that they do, Harry starts throwing mud at Malfoy. So Malfoy starts freaking out because mud comes flying out of nowhere and is attacking him. They all freak out. They think it's, like, the Shrieking Shack attacking them or guarding its land or whatever. And they all run and scream like little girls. It's beautiful. Nice. And amazing. (laughs) That's what they deserve. Yeah. But, unfortunately, when they are starting to run away, Malfoy does see, like, uh, what is it? Like, Harry's feet? His head. Or his head, yeah. Yeah, it's like a floating (laughs) head. Yeah, his cloak accidentally like came off of his head, so he sees Harry's head floating in the middle of nowhere. So Malfoy, because he can't mind his own damn business, <laughs> decides to go back to the school and tattletale on Harry to none other than Professor Snape. Now, we haven't mentioned Professor Snape 
this right. episode just yet. Not yet. Do you remember who Professor Snape is, Alexis? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oily, slimy, really yeah. terrible professor. Of course. Yeah. Alan Rickman. <laughs> yeah, Alan the Rickman. first man in the, the Harry Potter song on YouTube. Yes. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> yep. She is referencing um, Harry Potter Puppet Pals for everyone out there listening. Yeah. So, uh, of course, Snape doesn't like Harry. So he's like, thank you, Malfoy, for this wonderful information. It makes my day. <laughs> um, so Harry makes it back to school, but he doesn't have time to, like, empty his pockets from, like, all the goodies he bought. So... Snape and Harry start having an argument and Snape demands that Harry turns out his pockets and Snape finds the Marauder's map. Bum, bum, bum. Do you remember the <gasps> Marauder's map, Alexis? I believe so. What is it? Uh, it shows you where everyone is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. Remember, you have to like, what do you want to call it? Like unlock it, unlock mm-hmm. it for lack of a better term. Like, if you are not using it, if you don't say the words, then it's just like a random piece of paper. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like just a normal like piece of parchment folded up. You say, uh, I solemnly swear I'm up to no good. You oh. see the map. And then when you're done using it, you're supposed to say mischief managed. And then it goes back to being a paper. Oh. Yes. Okay. So um, when Snape finds it, it's just a piece of paper. So Snape is already hella suspicious because I think he knows what it is from like his past because he went to school with like harry's dad and all of his friends and so he's like trying to get the paper to like reveal itself with magic and all it does is start spitting insults about snape like it talks about his nose his past his hair and it's just in it's a piece of paper insulting him snivelous Yes, they call him Snivellus. Um, so uh, he calls in Professor Lupin under the guise that he believes the paper to be of dark magic. And of course, the defense against the dark arts teacher needs to investigate it. So Lupin confiscates it. And um, basically, yeah, that's it. No one has the map anymore. So Harry lost his handy dandy map. Well, Lupin has it. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> that always that always kind of bothered me what like, why would you call lupin like you don't like him he's not gonna help you punish this kid like why even call lupin i think it was because he knew like a power move like it I was know. a power he it was a totally a power move so okay I know. backstory to the marauders so alexis has some idea of what we're talking about yeah the marauders oh, map comes out later yeah it does? Yeah. I don't want to... So just keep her... Surprise, yeah. Keep her in the dark still? I feel like she's going to be shook. Probably. <laughs> I, I think. I Yes. Based on her attitude thus far, <laughs> I think she's going to be shook. Okay. So anyways, whatever. They're leaving Lupin's office, whatever. They're in trouble. And um, Hermione now shows up. <laughs> Sorry. Smoky update. He is like gently stroking Alexis, but like like in a creepy, like I'm gonna eat you when you sleep. Like, oh, they're there. My pet. Like from the top of her head, like her torso. I will I will munch on you later. You totally missed it, Elizabeth. That was so creepy. I am concerned for you. I am concerned that you are living with a murderer. Isn't he terrifying? He is. how would that cat have? Maybe his maybe his name should be Sirius instead of Smokey. Yeah. Maybe mass murderer Sirius Black. <laughs> instead of a black instead of a black dog, he's a black cat. So yeah, there, we yep. 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 there we go. Yeah, there we go again. Oh my goodness! It's okay, Alexis. We have it on camera. Yes. <laughs> so we, okay, we'll sorry. know we'll know what happened to your body when it goes missing. <laughs> Back to the <laughs> to the story. Alexis, actually, you have a pop quiz. So yeah, you're, yeah we have a pop quiz coming up. Yeah. So uh, Hermione finds the boys and tells them that unfortunately Buckbeak, the hippogriff, lost his trial. He is found guilty of being an animal. I don't know. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that shouldn't be a laughing matter, but <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. I mean, yeah. There's no there's no nothing. So, so they have they have planned to now execute Buckbeak. No. Yeah. I'll not stand for it. Good. Good. You won't sit for it either. <laughs> mm. You're right. <laughs> so, unfortunately, Malfoy is still around when <laughs> they find out this information. So he begins to taunt them again, like the freaking bully he is. And now, Alexis, what do you think happens next? A. Hagrid throws him out of class with a detention. B. Harry punches him. Or C. Hermione slaps him. Ooh. Hermione slaps him. Yeah! Ah, that was my favorite one. So. <laughs> yes. That's Which happen. I will say I much prefer the movie rendition of this because in the movie she does actually punch him in the face nice. and calls him a foul, loathsome, evil little cockroach. Yes. <gasps> it's so good. It's oh, so amazing. good. The I love of, the demeaning names. It's honestly cinematic masterpiece. One of the few times where I'm like, the movies did it better. Yeah. Amazing. 100%, because Alfonso Cuaron directed this. Anyway. Exactly. So soon after this happens, like we go on about our live and Hermione misses a class, which has literally never happened in the history of Hogwarts. So they find her like Ron and Harry go like looking for her after class and they find her and she's asleep in the common room. But what's weird is that she was with them and then all of a sudden she disappeared and then never came back to class. So sus. Um, she's also late to their next divination class. Also not something that Hermione does. So all her sus behavior is really getting sussier, I guess, as time goes on. So by this point in the school year, they're learning how to gaze into crystal balls. And Ooh. Trelawney sees yet another grim in Harry's crystal ball. Of course. <laughs> this is Hermione's breaking point. It's like the straw that broke the camel's back, I guess. And Wait, Hermione hold on. Makes... Does Alexis remember what a grim is? Probably. Unfortunately. Okay. I think it's because she was offended at the way that the dog is being portrayed. I was. uh, That that stuck out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. So she sees yet another grim. By the way, like every single divination class that they've had thus far, like Harry is dying one way or another. And so she says it again, the teacher, and Hermione makes a whole scene and just drops the class completely. She literally stands up and she's like, you're ridiculous. This is ridiculous. I quit. And she withdraws from the course, which is absolutely netters but at 13 years old man like by, what? Yeah, by the way like to stand up and say that but like even for her character like just in general like quitting di- something or like dropping a class like absolutely insane i love so, it man <laughs> uh everyone is shook the quidditch cup is coming up after all of this drama and the night before like the match harry cannot sleep like he is just wigging out he's like what if i don't do this like there's so much pressure like their captain it's his senior year he really wants to win it's like a whole thing and uh he ends up like going over to the window to like you know he has one of those cool windowsills where you can like sit and enjoy yourself and he's like sitting down there and he's like looking out the window and he sees a big black dog <laughs> with and this is your next pop quiz. Who do you think the dog is with? A, the rat, B, the cat, or C, Severus Snape? Ooh. Those are all very good answers. <laughs> I tried on this one. I have no idea. You got to give me something, A, B, or C. Um, let's do the rat. Ooh. So close. No. Incorrect. Incorrect, yeah. I feel like Dang. you're 50-50 now. Uh, but Harry wakes Ron and he's like, yo, this dog's outside and it's with that freaking cat. And Ron is like, shut the fuck up. Like, I want to go to bed. So he never wakes up <laughs> and Harry, he like, he's like, leave me alone. And he never even gets up to the window. Wow. Total Jenny move. And Harry continues to watch and they mysteriously disappear into the Whomping Willow. Yes, I said it into the Whomping Willow, that big tree that smacks the shit out of people. So... <laughs> whatever harry gets back to bed quidditch match next morning it happens gryffindor wins the game surprise surprise gryffindor wins theme. everything it's gryffindor a nice theme wins, literally the whole books gryffindor wins it so mm-hmm. uh with that they also win the quidditch cup which is absolutely ridiculous like the amount 
of tomfoolery that had to occur for them to score like the right amount of points or whatever. But it's not a time for that. So they have a big ass party like always. And then it's time for finals. So during his final with Professor Trelawney, who's the divination teacher, something super weird happens. He's <laughs> clearly failing his exam. And it's like time for him to go. And Trelawney kind of like goes into this trance and she speaks in a super weird voice and it's like it's like it's not her but it's her and she gives another prophecy which she was the one that gave the original prophecy about harry and lady v which you probably have no idea about but this is her second one so (laughs) the prophecy reads it will happen tonight the dark lord lies alone and friendless abandoned by his followers his servant has been chained these 12 years Tonight, before midnight, the servant will break free and set out to rejoin his master. The Dark Lord will rise again with his servant's aid, greater and more terrible than he ever was. Tonight, before midnight, the servant will set out to rejoin his master. And so Harry totally believes that this is a true prophecy. And he's he's like, like she kind of like wakes up and he's like, what the fuck did you just say? And she has no idea that she even said it. And then he's like, no, you literally just said that the Dark Lord is going to rise again. And she was like, how dare you joke about this? Like, that's such a serious thing. Like, you must be, like, waking up from a dream. Yeah. Which, ironic, because she's a divination teacher. But that's how it goes. Yeah. So, it seems like. That's a scary-ass prophecy. She's like, yo, the guy that wants to kill you is going to come back tonight at midnight. And join his master. Yeah. I, Harry runs like out of the class to go tell Ron but once he sees Ron and Hermione they're like you know like Buckbeak lost his appeal like he's definitely getting executed and then homeboy just like straight up forgets to tell anybody yeah what did yeah did we not just have a whole ass discussion about how a mass murderer is gonna rise and come and try and kill you he's just like oh I'm so sad about that bird horse yeah <laughs> I mean, I feel oh, yeah. like that's a very 13-year-old thing to do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I but guess. he's so smart with other things. What happened? I mean, listen. That's just Harry for you, honestly. That's, that's 100% a Harry Potter character trait. <laughs> maybe yeah. he wants to die and they just don't let him. Honestly, maybe. <laughs> maybe. That's a fan theory I can get behind. Yeah. He, he wants to die. He's, he's running after death. <laughs> I think so. I can't. Yeah, so again... Harry just heard the Dark Lord's followers is going to rejoin him tonight. But now he's like, oh, poor Buckbeak, you're getting executed tonight. So that takes priority. So they go to visit Hagrid and ha- poor Hagrid. He is I know. inconsolable because Hagrid is like all of us. He loves his animals and he thinks it's ridiculous Honey, that this freaking bird horse bird horse. i love that we're calling him a bird horse by the way i know i love it it's a very technical term i wasn't sure if you guys were going to be familiar with it of course <laughs> but this 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 poor creature is getting executed once again for just being an animal because he was provoked by the punk ass bitch but punk ass <laughs> bitch this is like honestly this is peak when i don't like malfoy this is so bad anyways so um hagrid starts to make them tea and he pulls out some milk but he's so nervous he kind of like drops it and then hermione she heads to the kitchen to replace the jug of milk but lo and behold who is in hagrid's kitchen ron's rat the Which rat that like it's so gross. I would never eat anything at Hagrid's hut ever again. I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> eat anything there to begin with. Hagrid is known for not being a great cook. Ah. So again, Scabbers, the rat that has now been deemed missing and dead for months at this point, is there. So obviously, Hermione's pissed. Because she's like, you've been calling my cat a murderer this whole time. Like, how dare you? So, you know, the rat tries to run away because for some reason now he no longer wants to hang out with Ron and his gang. He's like, deuces, I liked my freedom. Peace out. But Ron's like, no, Scabbers, are you kidding me? You're going to die again. And so he puts him in his pocket. That's very important to remember. So he has his rat on him. 
for this next adventure. So the executioner has now arrived. Um, super creepy dude. Literally, they send a full out executioner with like a giant axe to chop off this poor creature's head because that's how they're doing it. Oh, God. Yeah. But since the executioner is there, the executioner also arrives with the minister of magic also. Like, why is he involved in a random bird killing? I don't know. But he's there. So Hagrid's like, oh, God, no, you guys can't be here. You guys are going to get in trouble. Shoo, shoo, shoo. So he shoes them out of the hut and they like leave from the back door. Um, and so. I'm sorry. I can't get over that. We refer to this as a bird. <laughs> a bird killer? <laughs> she said a bird killing. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just trying to keep it like. Sorry, you know? I didn't mean to interrupt you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, they're heading back to the castle, all under Harry's invisibility cloak. Um, but Scabbers, oh. the rat, won't stop like trying to escape from Ron. Like he's acting insane. He, ke- he keeps on like like he's biting Ron. He's trying to like sneak out. And then at that very moment, Harry looks and he sees Crookshanks, the cat, with the big black dog. We're getting so much closer to the truth. Oh my goodness. Crookshanks and the dog are coming towards them from the forest, and Scabbers is still freaking out. So the dog charges at Harry and then takes Ron by the ankle. Chomp, chomp, chomp. The dog drags him into the Whomping Willow. Drag, drag, drag. And Harry and Hermione follow through a tunnel that lies under the Whomping Willow, the big tree. I was going to say the big ass tree. The big ass tree. The big ass uh, tree. The big ass that. tree. Um, but they eventually find Ron in what they think is the Shrieking Shack. So all those tunnels under the Whomping Willow must have led them inside the Shrieking Shack. Um, and then Ron is sitting next to Crookshanks and the big black dog. So the big black dog has transformed into somebody, Alexis. And I'm going to ask you who you think it is. I already know the answer. Is it A, Snape? B, Sirius Black. C, Lupin. Okay. I wasn't going to say any of those people. (laughs) Wait, wait, who are you going to say? I was just going to say Voldemort. I just figured. (laughs) Uh, Yes, naturally. I just, naturally, that would would make sense, right? No, Sirius Black. Yeah! Yeah! It's Sirius Black! It had to be. Not only does Jenny love a mass murderer, also a dog. Yeah, well, well that, that's weird. In that way. <laughs> in, that way. in that way. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just double checking. Oh, thank you, Alexis, for putting mm-hmm. that on the internet forever. No problem. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yes, it's Sirius Black, and he was the big black dog all along. So oh. there is an altercation, <laughs> and the trio end up holding black at one point. Yeah, at one point. But the cat is sitting on his chest. Before anything happens, Lupin busts through the door. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. All he says is, where is he? And Sirius Black points to Ron. Lupin and Sirius hug? Plot twist? Lupin's hugging a mass murderer? What is that? What is happening? Hermione is... Hermione is we she's already been done. She's been done for months. She is probably lacking some sleep. This poor child. She is furious. She's like she thought Lupin was a decent man. And when she sees that man start hugging a mass murderer, she's just she would have exposed his secret long ago. And she's like, I can't hold it any longer. Oh, my goodness. So. Alexis, plot twist. You get two questions from me. Woo, woo! <laughs> so, Alexis, who do you, th- what do you think the secret is? A. Lupin is a werewolf. B. Lupin is not a certified professor. C. Lupin is a vampire. Which one do you um, think it is? Um, 
The smooth, dark, mysterious Frenchman. Yes. <laughs> is most Can't likely. Can't remember anything else. Can remember that Lupin is a smooth, dark, mysterious Frenchman. Yeah. Which, by the way, Amazing. he's not even a. a <laughs> Which, any by of those the way, things. he's none of those things. <laughs> okay. Maybe mysterious. <laughs> Maybe mysterious. Yeah. Uh. He is a vampire. No. no! He's a werewolf. Aww. Okay. It would, wouldn't so it make sense? So many secrets are being told. So many secrets are being told. But wouldn't it make sense? You know, big black dog, werewolf, hugging. Well, his name is Lupin. Also, that's Remus like Lupin. Giveaway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't Anyways. get the reference. Lupin. Like Lupine. Lupine. Yeah. That's a like dog. dog stuff. Sorry. <laughs> okay. How dare you not know your life? I have, I have a cat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, All right. Lupin begins to tell us his tale. Okay. Pay close attention, Alexis, because there's oh, a lot like, oh. of tea. A lot of tea, girl. That is going to be spilled. I feel like we should change oh, okay. it from tea to like cafecito. Like let's gather yeah, it's around. It's cafecito. There's cafecito. Like get ready. Okay. So uh, he was sitting in his. Well, this is like the story of like how he found them. But he's sitting in his office. Is Marianne talking to her cat in the background? Is that what that is? Mm-hmm. Certainly. Okay. So Lupin begins to tell us like how he got to them, like how he found them and stuff. So he's just sitting in his office, minding his own business. And remember, he had the Marauder's map. So he's just like looking through it, being, you know, what do you call that? Chismoso. What yeah. is that in English? Uh, nosy. A gossip? Nosy. 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 Yeah. Sorry, I could not remember English for a second. Okay, so he sees that the trio, they're leaving Hagrid's cabin on the map. Uh, but there is someone else with them. Who was it, Alexis? It was Peter Pettigrew. So now he sees, like, on the map, he sees all of their names. Like, oh, hold on. Out, whatever. We got to pause because this girl Why? does not remember who Peter Pettigrew is. <laughs> I we don't. haven't told her, I don't think. Yes, we talked about Peter Pettigrew. We <laughs> oh, we did? Yes, we because did of in the first Black. episode. Oh, I don't remember, guys. I just, I say what I feel in the moment and then I forget everything. Okay, Peter Pettigrew was, like, a friend of, like, Harry's dad and stuff, like, when they were growing up. And serious. I mean, and serious okay. and Lupin or whatever. Like, they were like a little gang. So, mm-hmm. okay. So, Lupin decides that he must be with them as Ron's rat, Scabbers. So, as a young werewolf attending Hogwarts, Dumbledore had made a safe place for Lupin to transform. What's that place, you ask? The Shrieking Shack. So, as he made true friendships with Sirius, James, and Peter at school, they kind of grew suspicious because he would disappear once a month, and that just happened to be at the full moon. So, they figured out his secret, right? So, they're like, yo, we know that you're a werewolf. But to help his transition to werewolfery, they all became unregistered animagi, which are wizards that can turn into animals at will. Sirius is a dog. James was a stag, which is like a deer, but like a dude. And then <laughs> Peter would a turn dear into dude. A, a dear dude. And then Peter would turn into a rat. And so because they roamed the ground so often, they had a lot of knowledge about all the secret entrances and exits and everything about the grounds. And so they made a freaking map called the Marauders map. And that's the map that Harry's been using. That's the map that he got from Fred and George. And all of this is starting to come together. And as we're leaning into the story and they're trying to convince, like, Harry that all of this is true because Harry ain't having it and neither is Ron or Hermione, boom, Snape just bursts into the room, mm. ruining everybody's day. As as he's wont to do, honestly. Mm-hmm. That's true, yeah. Right, I was gonna. Oh, sorry. I was gonna. I was gonna say uh, another thing to remember because I don't know if Alexis remembers is that remember Peter is the man that they only found a finger. Was it a finger? Yeah, that's right. Remember they had their little duel in the middle of London, and Sirius killed all those people, and all they could find of him was his finger. But he's really been a fingerless rat this whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very mm. sus. Very sus. Which is, it explains why Ron has an over 12 year old rat. That also explains Cause, that. Cause I mean, I, that ain't natural. That ain't natural. So uh, Snape magically just binds Lupin, but refuses to hear the rest of the story. He's just not having it. He's like, I don't care what the truth is. I don't want to know what they're telling you. Like, I just want my sweet, sweet revenge. 
So Snape magically binds Lupin but refuses to hear the rest of the story because he's just he's not interested in any it honestly in any of the what these people have to say uh, the trio get frustrated obviously because they were in the middle of something <laughs> and disarm him all at once stunning him so he is now unconscious snape um Sirius begins to explain that he noticed scabbers in a newspaper clipping that he borrowed from fudge while in prison uh so the clipping was actually the picture of ron's family if you remember at the beginning um Alexis, that Ron was explaining to ah, hello, Smokey update. She just he just pounced up. Um, but if you remember, <laughs> Alexis, uh, Ron was explaining to Harry and Hermione about his trip to Egypt. And in the Daily Prophet, um, they actually did like a little uh, newspaper article on their trip to Egypt. So um, obviously Ron was holding scabbers at the time in the picture. And so that is the clipping that Sirius had seen. Um, he came to Hogwarts to hunt him down after he had saw that. And turns out all those years ago, as we kind of already mentioned, Peter actually cut off his finger, blew up all those muggles, turned into a rat, and then disappeared into the sewer system, leaving the police to find Sirius Black and be framed for the whole thing. Meaning Sirius had been falsely imprisoned for 12 years. So he did none of those things. Can like, we take a break for a second here? Because I would just like to notify Alexis that no, I do not love a mass murderer. And I'm like <laughs> offended that she thought I would. I mean, I'll I'll still stand by it because there's like a slight <laughs> possibility that you might love a mass murderer. So I'm not going to completely take it back. <laughs> I feel like I'm being attacked. No, Scorpio. I feel like it's those freaking memes all over again. Like I just love murder Maybe. in the night. Yeah, <laughs> murder and chaos. Murder and chaos. That's me, baby. But it is confirmed, though. Sirius did not do the things that he said. They said he did. He was falsely imprisoned. So Lupin casts a spell on the rat, and all of a sudden, the rat turns into a dumpy bald man. Peter Pettigrew. He's squirmy and super sus. Yeah. He actually honestly looks like a rat in human form. He really does. <laughs> he yeah, really, gross. really does. He's got the hint of it. Yeah, I'm going to send you the clip from the movie because, boy. Great casting. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Alexis, obviously, you're not getting, like, the full, like, drama that it was to read all of that, like, as it was happening. Like, it was the biggest tea. Like, I was flipping through that book so fast, like, what? It's yeah, a plot yeah. twist. It's definitely a plot twist. Yeah. Mm. 100%. So, Peter is now hella sus. And Harry wants to, you know, Harry's not sure what to believe. But he eventually does believe in Sirius's innocence because of the way Peter Pettigrew is reacting. And also the fact that Peter Pettigrew was Ron's rat for 12 years. Like, I feel like that kind of helps confirm the whole situation. And so Sirius and Harry like bind Peter up and then um, they start all everyone starts leaving the shrieking shack to take Peter Pettigrew back to the castle. The plan is to take Peter Pettigrew and basically clear uh, Sirius's name so Sirius can be a free man and Peter Pettigrew goes to jail for all the crimes that he did commit. But unfortunately... No one realized that, lo and behold, today of all nights is a full moon. <laughs> so the second they step outside, Lupin sees the full moon and turns into a freaking werewolf Which in front crazy. of everyone. But also, I have questions about that. Because the way that it's like written out, it's like, like he sees the moon and then he turns but like it had been night for a hot minute so i'm just like why did it happen maybe like, it's like the when the full moon like hits peak? like peak yeah the I cresting because it makes it makes it sound like it's because he saw it like moonlight was touching him but obviously like he would transform if he was in his office and like he wasn't touched by the moon but I don't, that was just my two cents all right that, that's a question for us actual potterheads <laughs> not not for the potter dummy no, no. <laughs> no, no. 
But okay, so quick again, backstory is Lupin normally takes a potion, like they created a potion for werewolves that makes them like kind of like docile, like a mm-hmm. dog during the full moon so they're not going out and killing a bunch of people all the time but lupin because of the drama of the night forgot to take his potion so now he's like a werewolf ready to kill everyone i have another question about that and i know that this isn't the right episode but this is actually it's funny because this is currently the book that i'm listening to and i'm at this part but it said that he needs to take his potion in the weeks prior to the full moon. The week prior to the full moon. Like when Snape hands it to him in his office, like when him and Harry are having tea, he explicitly states, I need to take my potion the week before the full moon. So then it's like, did you just forget to take it a week ago and you forgot that it was a full moon tonight? Like, are you that irresponsible? Like, do I need to buy you a planner? I don't understand. Like, it just seems <laughs> a little bit convenient for the story. Maybe. It's a lot going on, man. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you turned into a raging murder machine, I bet you would be taking that potion. Because I remember listening to that part and being, well, like, at, well, like, what day in the week before? Like, is it a solid seven days before the moon? Like, does <laughs> any day in the week prior to the full moon count? Like, I had questions that I did not have answers to. So I, I strictly remember it being like that. Mm. So I'm just like, that's a lot of mishaps, sir. Yeah. A lot. Too bad we cannot ask she who must not be named because we no longer speak to her. <laughs> I can't remember his laugh. Sorry, I'm just... Okay. <laughs> it's Sorry. always like a really painful laugh. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, a nervous laughter cackle. It is, yeah. Okay, so Lupin is now a werewolf, ready to kill everyone. He's ready to rip everyone limb from limb. So serious does what he used to do when they were back in school, turn into a dog and try to keep Lupin away from killing all these children. Cause there, now there's three children there and a professor who's unconscious and a murderer. There's a lot of people there that need to be saved. So Sirius starts like fighting Lupin, trying to take, put him off. Um, he chases him away and they hear, um, in the distance, like a, a dog yelp. So Harry freaks out because Harry did a complete 180 and is now officially obsessed. Super attached. Super attached to Sirius Black. He's like, yo, I know you're totally innocent. So now I love you. Like you're my actual godfather like you are. And I'm going to defend you until the day I die. Like it was literally like that quick (laughs) within this like 30 minute time span. So he's like, oh, no, Sirius. So he runs after Sirius, which again... If Sirius is fighting a werewolf, what the heck is a 13-year-old going to do? God, I love blinds you. Yeah, apparently. It really does. Also, powerful. also, Harry wants to die. So, that's <laughs> yep. true. This is fitting the theory. <laughs> I'm telling you, I figured it out. <laughs> oh, we forgot to mention that in all of that commotion, Peter turns into a rat and runs away. Oh, yeah. Because. Why not? Yeah. Let's just bind the thing yeah. that can turn into a freaking rat. That makes a whole lot of sense, you guys. And they obviously can't, like, go after Peter, like, to catch him back again because the whole commotion that's going on. Like, people have other things. Like, it's either save people's lives or capture this man. So This whole situation was so mishandled by adults and the children. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone just did a bad job here. Yeah. Such a bad job. So Harry starts running towards the sound of the dog that's hurt and Sirius is now no longer a dog, but he is a person and he is cowering in fear because there are hundreds of Dementors now circling above Sirius and they are so happy because they found their prisoner and... It is not looking good. Harry's there. He's next to Sirius. He tries to conjure a Patronus and he just can't. There's too many Dementors. They're sucking all the happiness from him. Harry's starting to hear his mom screaming again. And as you know, Dementors make Harry pass out. So it's not looking good for anyone involved in this situation. And so Hermione, even with all of these Dementors, passes out harry 
is starting to pass out as a Dementor starts grabbing his face because Dementors, they're also like, I guess, wild creatures in which they're like, "Mm, I know we had a rule to not like kill the students, but you know what? He's here, so why not? And so they start grabbing Harry's face, just begin sucking out Harry's soul. Um, So they start grabbing his face. And Alexis, what do you think the Dementors are trying to do in this moment? Bite Harry, kiss Harry, or lick Harry? None of them. I just can't be real. <laughs> this is a trick question. No, um, it's not. They're the correct- trying. Okay. I figured it out. Uh huh. They're trying to lick him. <laughs> no. Damn. They're they're trying to kiss him. Why? <laughs> All I can think of is Chris Brown's like kiss kiss. <laughs> oh God. You got that lovey dovey. <laughs> wow. Throwback, <laughs> Jenny. Wow. Okay, so uh, so it's a thing. It's called the Dementor's Kiss. <laughs> I was and- so excited to write that pop quiz, by the way. I was, like, waiting for it. <laughs> um, so <laughs> basically what Dementors do when they feel like they have sucked out all the good in you and there's, like, nothing left, the only, like, good thing left in you is your soul. So the way they... <laughs> take your soul is literally by coming and sucking it out of your mouth this is like really weird for me that sounds like a fan fiction this can't be real (laughs) (laughs) like not this Mm -mm. yeah it is it is it is it is so harry's literally seconds away from getting his soul sucked out of him made out out of him i don't know <laughs> this is making me uncomfortable i didn't realize how uncomfortable it like it, it technically is it is to explain yeah it's super uncomfortable oh i man. love it not consensual at all no nope. <laughs> yeah, so it's not good but yeah uh again harry's life is on the line and all of a sudden a patronus out of nowhere swoops in the patronus is in the form of a stag and harry is like what the dementors all fly away whatever but harry's still like super super weak so he begins to pass out and he could swear that he sees his father in the distance and that's his last memory as he passes out Anyways, so Harry and Hermione wake up in the hospital wing and they hear freaking Snape telling Fudge how he saved everyone because this guy is literally the fucking trash on the bottom of your shoe and I hate him so much. So (laughs) Harry and Hermione try to tell the minister about Sirius's innocence, but Snape just says that Sirius must have confunded them or whatever the word is for that. And he just like messed with their memory and he was like, oh, he did such a good job. Like I had to save them, blah, 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 blah. Severus even gets awarded um, the Order of Merlin, I think, like, second class or something, which is, like, like a do-gooder award that's given out by the ministry. It really pisses me off, but... We'll I didn't know he got that for this moment. Well, he gets it taken away. Oh, because okay, then obviously, uh, like, It's a lie. Because they didn't capture Sirius. <laughs> but anyways, we'll get there. So... Uh, Dumbledore then enters the room and he's like, yo, I need to speak to Harry and Hermione alone. And everybody's like, bitch, who the fuck are you to be doing this shit? And he's like, get the fuck out. So (laughs) he's talking to them and we learn that he wants them to save some lives tonight. So he's like talking mainly to Hermione. He tells them that he believes the whole story. He's like, I totally believe that Sirius is innocent, but like I provided evidence against him at his trial. Like no one is going to believe him. We don't have any proof. Like this dude turned into a rat. He's gone. So he's like, we need to, we need more time is what he says. And so Hermione is like, bitch, I'm on it. So, (laughs) (laughs) so this is, when we learn they're going to do some stuff tonight. What do you think, Hermione? We learned her secret. 
What stuff, Jenny? I'm, I'm going to tell you. It's not It's not stuff like the smirk that you're giving me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to learn Hermione's secret tonight. What do you think that she has been hiding, Alexis? A, she is also an animagus. An, animagus? Whatever. Animagus. Thank you. B, she's actually a spy who works for Dumbledore. Or C, she can time travel. I don't know what an animagus is, so we're going to oh exit God, that we've out. We've only been over it the whole book. It's a wizard who can turn into an animal. You know, like, dude turns into a rat. Sirius turns into a dog. Oh. And Gold turns into a Oops. cat. Like, that's <laughs> uh, Whoops. Um, okay. <laughs> no, it's not that one. Okay. Okay. She is a spy. Working for Working Dumbledore. Working for Dumbledore. No, no. How do you you have a knack for picking like the most made up one? So she can time tra- <laughs> she can time travel. Oh, she can time travel. So that is what uh, what's his face Dumbledore is getting at when he's like, we need more time. 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 She's, like, she's like, I got you. And then Harry, she obviously knows her secret, but no one else does. And Dumbledore knows her secret. So Harry's just standing there like, what that's the great advice, Dumbledore. Like, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> and he's like, totally not getting it. And Hermione's like, shut up and sit down. Like, I'll explain this in a second. Yeah. And so this is my favorite, like, Hermione know-it-all moment. She's just like, Harry, shush. And <laughs> she takes out this, like, hourglass crystal circle thing from under her her shirt it's I like a necklace you. i have yes. it right next to my recording oh you um, do studio. i was about to say i have one too i think all of us have. it's knotted up in a bunch of other necklaces right now and i know that this wow. is not beneficial to anybody i know i have a keychain version of it to our podcast but uh if you're interested alex and annie sells a necklace that's a time turner so uh, i've seen yeah. all of you with that thing yes, yes you have <laughs> So this is what she has that allows her to go back in time. So she throws uh, the necklace has like a really long chain. So she extends the chain over uh, Harry's neck. So they're both within the chain and she grabs the time turner and she turns it back three times. So that means three hours. And so uh, Dumbledore also like kind of gave her a hint like, oh, three hours should do it. So, yeah, you know. This was a oh, whole like and he winky, gives her another situation. Hint. He gives yeah. her another hint too. He's like, uh, if you do things right, like you could save two lives tonight. Oh yeah. So forgot about that part. Again, Harry's totally in the dark, has no idea, but Hermione knows exactly what he means. So should they go back in time? And which I mean, why wouldn't you tell Harry like before you go back in time? Like homegirl literally just throws her chain over him and takes him back three hours. Oh like, yeah, she she wasn't you like give him like a you know like a synopsis of what's gonna be happening. There's to no him. time. Exactly. <laughs> she's just like he's just like what the fuck? Yeah, literally. There's no time. Harry's there like Hermione, what's going on? And she's like shh, and she like slaps his <laughs> hand away, and then she just time travels with him. And poor Harry's like ah. Like, what the heck is going on? Why is it daylight outside? (laughs) Um, So they retrace their steps. And then as they're retracing their steps to three hours prior, they realize that the second life that Dumbledore said that they can save would be Buckbeaks. The hippogriffs. Bird horse. Bird horse. So um, they retrace their steps and they save Buckbeak from the executioner. They're able to like sneak their way around. And while the executioner is like having a conversation with Hagrid, they get Buckbeak out of there safely. Buckbeak is safe. He never dies. It's amazing. And then they spend the rest of the three hours, unfortunately, having to like rewatch everything that just happened and do nothing about it because the like in every time travel scenario in a movie, you can't change too much in the past and like people can't see you. And so they just have to watch like Peter Pettigrew get away again and, you know, Lupin go running and almost kill people and all that stuff. It's very painful. Way to like relive your trauma. I know. For I real. Like that is like the theme of these books. Like even in the next one, like after the tournament where Dumbledore's like, tell me everything that just happened. Just Jesus. relive your trauma over and over again. It's not <laughs> fun. Though. Just face to face, like mm. slab. 
Oh, right. wait, wait, wait. Right with your trauma. I Be- can relate to Harry right now. Sorry. Yeah. Bef- before before we move on. So um, they have saved Buckbeak. They're waiting. And then I don't know how you forgot about this, Jenny. You didn't put it in the know. notes. What did I forget? The whole Dementor scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Wow. <laughs> Wow. I was, just like, I was so listen, I was not having I'm just gonna be super honest. I suffered a traumatic event at work and the reason that these episodes came out late was because I was dealing with that and I just was not in like the mental space to be doing this shit. Yeah. And honestly I was trying so hard, like I really wanted this episode to come out. I had just come back from like my mental crisis, like vacation in Colorado. And I was really trying so hard to write this. And it was 11 pages long. And I was just mentally and physically and emotionally dying. Like I was not in the headspace for this one. And I honestly, I was just like, I want to be done. <laughs> so when I saw 11 pages, I was like, that's enough of the story. Like this will do. And I totally <laughs> forgot about it. My bad. All good. Listeners, send Jenny all the love. She's had a yeah, rough please. time lately. I know. Talking about like reliving like traumatic events. Like I've had to do it like five times since it happened and I'm not happy about it. No. But we're in a better place now. So it's okay. Okay. But good. Jesus, I'll explain it super quick. Oh, so no, obviously I got, they're... Girl, I got this. It's my okay. part. All right. I'm sorry. We're in my notes. Thank you very much. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little possessive over like my notes. <laughs> so, um, as they're as they're there and like again rewatching all of this trauma unfold, they realize what's coming up, which is Sirius and Harry are about to get their souls sucked out by the Dementors. So they go running, and they're at this like like lake pondish area, and so. They're on the opposite side of it. So they're watching from a distance what's happening. And Harry is there trying to explain to Hermione, like, Hermione, my dad is going to come save everyone. My dad is going to come save everyone. And poor Hermione is like, Harry, your dad is dead. Like, no one's coming. Bro, it's like. (laughs) Reading that scene always gives me, like secondhand like anxiety because i don't it think does. i would have been able to say that in that situation i would have been like okay like i don't you even think know your what dad's here all right <laughs> okay the false mm. hope i would have just been like looking at you like this is gonna go really bad like when your dad doesn't come back yeah so like she keeps on trying to like like get harry Aww. to realize your dad's not coming you and sirius are about to die like what is happening and then Harry has an epiphany moment where he realized that it was him all along. So he goes and he finds the strength for the first time ever to cast his Patronus charm. So bursts from his wand, this giant, beautiful stag. He saves his own life. He saves serious life. The Dementors go running. And then he, there's like a whole emotional moment where he's like, wow, it was within me all along. Oh, my God. This conversation is so sexual. It is, isn't it? What? Me and Harry and her, I thought that's what you were laughing at, honestly. I'm She's crying. Because like, oh. <laughs> Elizabeth's over here like, it explodes from him. <laughs> like, I mean... I'm with Jenny. I didn't find Thank anything you. sad about that. I was just like, I'm continuing to listen to a fan fiction. <laughs> what the heck? I thought about this it for a the second. Language, the language, not like the context. Oh my God, Marianne's like legit you. crying. I'm yeah, legit real. crying. <laughs> You're like legit crying. Meanwhile, like Elizabeth's talking about Dementors and like sucking shit out of you and like all this bullshit. And I'm just like, this is making me uncomfortable. <laughs> I wow. mean, children. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's I, have this, I have Alexis. I have Alexis. <laughs> it makes it more exciting for me. <laughs> that it, okay. Yeah, maybe you'll well, remember this fan fiction part. Well, um, <laughs> so again, they Harry's able to get the Dementors kicked out. They go and uh, take Sirius, and they s- save him. And so they basically tell him, fly away with Buckbeak, be free, run away. 
avoid jail time. <laughs> avoid jail time. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, so we know Sirius and Buckbeak just escaped together. Um, and when that happens, Harry and Hermione obviously return to the hospital beds. You know, not not like through the time turner. They just literally run to the hospital because as soon as they run through the doors, their past selves disappear. And it's a really it makes a really fun movie moment where Ron's just like, what? But you were just there. And now you're there. And what? What? It's just the best. <laughs> oh, yeah, because oh, yeah, Ron is not a part of any of this because Sirius accidentally, broke like, <laughs> broke his leg while he was a dog and dragging him. Yeah. yeah. So that's why Ron was in the mm. hospital wing the entire time. He yeah. never got to do the time travel shenanigans. Mm. But anyways. Good for him. <laughs> so the Dementors are obviously removed from school grounds because why were they there in the first place? They were bad for society. Uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> we also find out that Lupin resigned because people were going to start finding out that he was a werewolf and something that is kind of slightly talked about but not really focused on in the books is that um, werewolves are really looked down upon in Wizarding World Society. And so um, parents like the Malfoys would obviously have a problem with having a werewolf as a professor, which is really upsetting. But he is very much used to this life. Um, he's not able to really hold down a job because of that uh, reality. So he kind of understands and he resigned before, you know, people were going to start talking. Um, and he ends up giving the Marauders map to Harry because he's like, well, I'm not a professor anymore. So I feel guilt in giving you this <laughs> um and in his rage at Sirius escaping uh, snape tells some students that lupin is a werewolf finally as he presumed um and obviously as i mentioned due to the stigma it was just it was inevitable yeah. yeah so everybody's getting ready to leave school they're like on the train back home and while they're riding on the train and you know just like chit-chatting about all the drama a small fluffy owl appears and delivers a note from Sirius to Harry um, we know that he's safe, like he was able to escape safely and he got somewhere safe and he's giving Ron an owl because he's so cute because he's like oh sorry about your rat so here's another bet oh um, sorry about then... your rat and your leg well yeah he does apologize for the leg he is a stand-up gentleman um, and so he also signs a permission slip for Harry to visit Hogsmeade the next year because he's actually a guardian of Harry so that his signature counts. Um, and Harry returns to his aunt and uncle for another fun summer. And that's the end of the book. Wow. Ta-da! Yep. Ta-da! Sirius Black was not who you thought he was. Yep. Sirius Black okay. was not a murder. Peter Pettigrew is a murder. the fucking rat that he is and is the murderer and is the I threw a hint in the notes and I didn't know if Alexis was going to be able to appreciate it but in one in a part of the road like a, the notes I said that Peter ratted someone out or like I'm sorry that somebody ratted them out to Voldemort and I was like Haha. hint hint oh that. yeah Peter Pettigrew is the reason why Harry's parents are dead yeah. is oh yeah yeah as you start to like find out like all that stuff at the end of the book like stuff at the beginning which obviously you can't appreciate like it starts to make sense like the sneakoscope that ron was telling harry like they think is trash it was going off because scabbers was around and he was untrustworthy like he's an evil dude and oh. so that's why the sneakoscope mm -hmm. kept going and that's why everybody was like why is this thing going off like we're surrounded by family yeah so peter Pettigrew yeah. is also the follower in the prophecy that now that he's escaped he is going to rejoin uh, Voldemort, and mm. basically, it's yeah. a preview of what's going to happen in our next book episode. Four. Book, book four. four. Ooh, book four. How Alexis. exciting! There's so much book. in That's book four. Book. It's a, such a large book, but I'm I so think excited. We just, like, ugh, end it right now. Like, just never do Potter for Dummies again because it's such a large book. I feel like <laughs> we should maybe at least end it after four because we have to end it with Voldy. <laughs> And there's okay. so much. You can uh, write that one. You can write that one. There's so much material in book four for us so to ask much. Alexis questions. Oh, my, oh God. my gosh. Yes. So much. My fave. Oh, I'm excited. I'm about to rewrite the whole universe. <laughs> yep. I'm about to rewrite the whole universe. <laughs> we should have Alexis rewrite the Harry Potter series and sell it. Bobby Hotter. <laughs> Bobby Hotter. Bobby Hotter. I the like fanfic. It. And the, the slithery fanfic. snakes, exactly. <laughs> It'll definitely be very fanficy. 
<laughs> All right. Well, if you enjoyed this and you want to enjoy more on your time off, then go ahead and follow us on the Instagram at the Three Broom Chicks. You can also follow us on the Twitter at the number Three Broom Chicks. And go like our Facebook page, The Three Broom Chicks. And everyone, make sure to catch us next time because Uh-oh. Uh-oh. it what? is finally happening. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> the Broom Chicks will be discussing oh, no. Severus Snape. I'm, I'm knocking on wood because... <laughs> Hopefully nothing bad happens Listen, before we you get will there. Finally, Maybe we'll never be friends again. You will <laughs> finally know and understand why myself, Elizabeth, and Jenny cannot stand that man and think he is the scum of the earth. Marianne looks scared. And we will, unfortunately, if any of you guys are always fans... Oh, we're gonna we're gonna rip we're you gonna to shreds. Rip that to shreds. <laughs> Sorry about that, but stay Ew. tuned. It'll be a fun ride. Will it? Mm. Mm. Who knows? I'm here, just like I'm gonna survive. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. And as always, we are the three broom chicks. And sorry about your rat. <laughs>